I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, November 24th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. The year's busiest shopping day is an opportunity to save big on both must-haves and don't-needs, but we'll buy it anyways because it's cool. But it also gives us an early look at consumer sentiment for the holiday season. A new report found that Atlantic Canadians plan to spend the most on gifts this year, dropping a full $200 more per person on average than the rest of the country. Truly, they are the most generous people, and anybody who's been to Atlantic Canada can definitely speak to that. But Peak Pals, besides which parts of the country are spending more today, we've got a great episode for you. For our first story, OpenAI in the case of the mystery letter. For our second story, Canada's momentous spy trial comes to a close. And for our third story, a truce between Israel and Hamas starts today. For our first story, the fallout at OpenAI escalated from spicy corporate drama to arbiter of humanity's fate real quick. They might be wondering what this is all about. Here's the deal. Several OpenAI staffers allegedly sent a letter to the board of directors days before Sam Altman's abrupt dismissal, warning about a new development with potential to threaten human existence, per reporting by Reuters and the information. Here's where it gets complicated. Neither outlet has seen the document, and a separate source told The Verge no such letter exists or played a role in Altman's exit. The groundbreaking development, reportedly, an AI model dubbed Q, pronounced Q-star, that can solve grade school level math problems with a high level of accuracy. And this matters because solving the same math problem as kids who are still eating glue doesn't sound impressive, but it totally is. AI models are great at recognizing patterns and writing sentences, but they struggle to answer questions with one right answer, like math questions. When you ask ChatGPT to solve an equation, it's simply sourcing the answer from the data it's trawled, not solving it, which leads to a lot of wrong answers. Which brings us to the big picture here. If OpenAI did develop a model with the logic for basic math, it could be the first step toward achieving artificial general intelligence, defined by OpenAI as the point where AI systems surpass human performance in the most economically viable tasks. But some experts worry that AGI could lead to a Skynet scenario. Did either bad actors getting a hold of the tech or the AI deciding it's in its best interest to annihilate humanity? This worry has grown now that the safety first board keeping Altman in check is gone. For a second story, Canada's historic spy trial wasn't quite as exciting as James Bond as the James Bond movie. It featured zero cool cars or giant lasers, but it was an important test for the judicial system. The trial was all about Cameron Ortis, the former director of the RCMP's intelligence unit was found guilty on all six charges related to leaking state secrets brought against him. Ortis sent documents without authorization to a trio of straight-up criminals, including a non-convicted felon and suspected money launderers with ties to terrorist funding. He also attempted to leak info to Farzam Medizradeh, a money launderer who fled Canada in 2017 and has ties to the most important money launderers in the world. Ortis, who pled not guilty, said his actions were part of a plan to combat an unclosed grave threat to Canadian security and that he leaked the material as a way to lure the criminals into using an encryption service where authorities could intercept their message. The jury obviously did not buy this exciting tale and the encryption service Ortis claimed he was working with called his story completely false and even salacious. This all matters because this was the first time that a charge brought under the Security of Information Act went to jury trial. It was seen as a test of whether espionage cases could be tried in public without unveiling top-secret national security matters, which it seemingly passed. But Ortiz's defense would disagree with this assessment. They likened the trial to fighting with one hand tied behind your back since their client was not allowed to disclose certain details that they believe could have given a clearer picture of a situation. 
For our third story, a hostage deal is expected to bring the first break in the fight between Israel and Hamas. As of writing, a four-day truce between Israel and Hamas is set to begin this morning after both sides reached a deal to free hostages taken by Hamas on October 7th in exchange for the release of Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. According to the reported terms of the deal, Hamas will release 50 hostages, including three Americans, while Israel will release 150 jailed Palestinians. The deal, brokered by Qatar, Egypt, and the U.S., was expected to start yesterday, but was delayed after Hamas failed to hand over its complete list of hostages. And it matters because the deal will be the first pause in fighting since roughly 250 people were taken hostage during the terrorist attack carried out by Hamas in Israel over six weeks ago. Next, Israel will allow more aid to flow into Hamas-controlled Gaza to alleviate shortages of fuel, food, and other supplies. A second stage of the deal could extend the pause in fighting to another day for every 10 additional hostages released. Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Big Pals, have a great weekend. Bye.